Toyota Genuine Accessories, designed to integrate with your Toyota. This is Saturdays in SA with Andrew Hayes and Bryce Gibbs. Good morning to you, Tom Lyon and Bryce Gibbs with you this morning. Top of 27 degrees today, very nice. Couple of showers scattered around the afternoon. We're here thanks to our friends at Toyota. Toyota, genuine accessories engineered for optimum performance, working with the vehicle as an integrated system. Now, Bryce, this excites me because the, the draft is only two days away. Make no mistake, there's a really unique blend of talent in this year's pool. There's tall mids. Agile key forwards. And this is the time when all the clubs start to play a bit of ducks and drakes and they don't, they're not entirely honest with you. Yeah, you're spot on. And there's no better person to speak to than the OG, mm. Kevin Shifter-Shan. Uh, he's one of the great men and uh, no doubt will be across this draft like no other. He's on the line right now. Shifter, good morning to you. Uh, how excited are you for Monday, mate? Uh, Tom and uh, Bryce, thanks for having us. Oh, look, yeah. Uh, Pretty exciting for Monday, Tuesday. It is a long affair. Even Wednesday, the rookie draft, the pre-season draft. So it's a three-day affair, uh, which uh, makes it, I suppose, uh, oh, even more exciting for the clubs, but uh, challenging for the boys that are in the mix. But, uh, yeah, always exciting time of the year. And it's the one time where there's 18 winners. The 18 clubs all come out saying that uh, mm. we've got exactly what we wanted <laughs> and we're looking forward to the unfolding of the careers. So uh, 18 winners, which is always great news. Absolutely. So how do you rate this year's pool? They've been sort of underexposed compared to years gone past with the COVID yeah. in the last couple of years. As far as the, the top end and then the depth, how do you see it all? Yeah, so we just had the glimpses of these boys last year, didn't we? Half a season, some rep games, or at least we got a bit of a handle on it all. And uh, we hadn't seen them at all in their 16th year, which, uh, as Bryce would know well, that's when we first pick up on it all. The eyes of the footy world sort of start to watch what's coming through and they, they watch the, the boys very, very closely over about a three-year period. Uh, so we've just had this year and uh, at least a full season and national championships to be able to compare one against the other and uh, all Australian teams pick. So it gives you a, a lot better line of sight. And uh, that, So we're wrapped. They are midfielders, yes, and powerful midfielders. I'd think maybe 12 of the first 16 could be the the midfielder type, um, uh, mm. such as is the quality there. And the good part um, is they're ready to run. The midfielder that's probably uh, one contested ball uh, right throughout the Nationals is uh, a good chance to get in and play some footy at AFL level. So, uh, yeah, we've all got different views on who might be the best, but uh, uh, we, we're going to leave that to the clubs. But exciting to be able to talk about all of the, the players emerging. Yeah, it certainly is, Shifter. Uh, great to speak to you this morning. So, I mean, all reports, we think we're going to know the, the sort of top three to four and how it'll play out already. So let's get into some of the, the SA boys. And that yeah. our, our first one, Matthias Filippo, has been touted to go around that 5-6 mark. He's been linked with Essendon. Uh, he's an absolute ripper, tall, big-bodied inside mid that can run. Um, how have you seen his development this year? And do you reckon he's a good fit for, for Essendon? I think he is, if you just go to the Essendon point for a start, because some of the other midfielders there are the, well, let's call it the, uh, not, not small, they're medium-sized players. You know, they're uh, around the, the 182, 183 mark. Uh, you haven't, you know, that's Merritt, it's Parrish, uh, Caldwell, these sorts of boys, even Dylan Shield. Um, Matthias Phillip is a 190, and he's at a centre berth. He's still 17. He's got another couple of centimetres in him. He could end up the 192 
He's a lefty with speed out of the midfield. He marks it well, uh, jumps well. So really, he marks it like a, a, you know, like a 195 when he gets forward. So he's a dangerous player. And uh, and then outside 50, he's a thump and kick. I've seen him do that on numerous occasions this year. He's a boy that uh, looked dominate the first couple of games of the Nationals and had a bit of a niggling injury. Just didn't quite finish off the, but was on the edge of all Australia. Um, based on those first couple of games which he dominated. And certainly at under-18 level over there, he was a dominant force, uh, pushed up, had a taste of reserves footy. And as we say, this is a boy in his 17th year, 18, uh, very late in December, so almost not eligible this year. Uh, He is so young. So he looks to be the first player for certain from SA. Uh, And given the the family history, his grandfather was a star in the Sandful, your, your, your local... Uh, fanatics would know that Peter Phillip, who was a, a great player for Woodward mm. West Torrens, and then his his boy Sam and the, the father of uh, Matthias uh, um, was also an excellent player. He played over at the Western Bulldogs in Melbourne as well as at Woodville. So he's got footy in his blood, this kid, and he's come across very confidently, which is great. You've got to believe in yourself. It's a, a wonderful starting point. He wants to play on the big stage, and he's certainly going to get that chance whether it's at the Bombers or one of the clubs that's choosing fairly early. Yeah, you're spot on. And he has come out and said he wants to land at a big club and, and play in those big games in Melbourne. So it's uh, be interesting to see where he lands. And who else do you think from, from South Australia is a, a good chance to get picked up? Because outside of Philippu in that sort of top top 10, um, it, it's going to be pretty interesting to see where, where our local talent talent lands. Yeah, Bryce, you've been through it all before, all the speculation and the, and cl- uh, the cards close to the chest as far as the clubs, the AFL clubs are concerned, so you don't quite know. But one boy certain to go is uh, is Harry Barnett. Um, he's the best ruckman, in, in my view, potentially in the, in the pool. That he's, the, he's the right size at about 202, so he's about six foot eight. Um, he won All-Australian selection based on his form in the Nationals, uh, and he's a kid that uh, well, he's a bit like a Brodie Grundy, so maybe he'll go about that point. Grunds was, was just before 20, wasn't he, when he was chosen, maybe yep. around 18 or 19. And, and he'd been a back-to-back All-Australian at underage level, Brodie Grundy, and slipped right through to there. So the first club that wants a ruckman, they'll be. So it's hard to, to actually know who's prioritised that ruck position uh, uh, when they will then use that choice uh, a bit quicker than someone else that might want a ruckman as well. So... He's definitely uh, an AFL prospect in the uh, you know, late first round or start of second round, I would have thought. Another boy, a different type altogether, is Jacob Ryan, a, uh, a youngster from Glenelg that dominated, played the premiership side there at, at uh, under-18 level and, and showed all of that ability as a halfback. He can get to the wing as well, it, um, representing SA at under-18 level. Um, He's a, he's a boy with a bit of James Sicily about him, just in, in terms of his looks with the, with the hair, but also with his intercepting ability uh, across half-back. And tested really well, 189, so lovely size, good athlete all round, and uh, he's destined to find a home pretty early. Again, it might well be on the second night, late the first, maybe. So they're, they're at the top of the, the, top of the list uh, in amongst uh, quite a number of boys that uh, have presented pretty well this year. Yeah, Lovely. Looking a little bit broader now. So Ed Allen looks to be the bolter this year. He's from WA, 194-centimetre utility. I love it. Love that word. Tell us a little bit about him, Shifter. 
<laughs> Bryce will know a bit about our father-son rule. <laughs> yes, uh, they do. This, this is one of those uh, perplexing ones, really. His father's Ben Allen, played 98 games at Hawthorne, and then, with the national expansion, become the first captain of Frio. So he went home after 98 games, but, so he's not eligible then for Hawthorne. And then he plays about 70 games, roughly, for, for Freo before injury cut short his career. But he'd also played about 80 games for Claremont at Ben Allen, a champion of the game as a midfielder. So, unfortunately, with his footy played in three different spots, he doesn't qualify uh, under the rule uh, for either Hawthorne or Freo. So he's in the open draft, and he's been injured first half of the year. I think growth problems at his back. He's grown to 194 centimetres, a terrific size boy that... Uh, that can play inside or outside in the midfield, wing or even right in the centre. Uh, only had the half a dozen games in the back half of the year. Then he came to the National Combine, was the quickest kid in Australia. One, mm. uh, sorry, 2.81 for his 20 metres. So that had everyone scrambling for the vision of his games to, to make an assessment. So he's a chance to go first night where about 20 will get picked, um, if not early in the second. So he's... Uh, He's got that, we use the word all the time, we get uh, rubbish fruit. He's got plenty of upside, if you know what I mean. He's, uh, he's uh, hasn't played a lot of footy, and the flashes you've seen look pretty impressive. He played the one state game when he was fit at the end of the year against against SA, in fact, and, and I've seen that game on a couple of occasions. And Yeah, he had one moment where he's dashed from the wing, took off and left about three blokes fallen on the ground. Such was his speed and dobbed it from just inside 50. And you thought, gee, that's the moment. That's the moment that looks uh, absolute class and AFL-like, if you if you want to call it that. Um, that yeah, would have people talking about him at least. But yeah, with the West Coast, they're going to use an early choice. They've got three in about the first 22. Or whether uh, another club will jump in, only time will tell. But he looks a real prospect. Uh, and a question more broadly here, um, in terms of from a recruiter's point of view, potentially, like there's so many ways and and talent pools that our players are coming out across the nation. So the NAB League, yeah. whether they're playing in the Sandfall, yeah. Sandfall Reserves, uh, the Junior Colts yeah. in Western Australia, is it hard to get a sense on how you can match them up playing at all different levels? Is 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 that quite tricky to do? And and even scouting yeah, them as very you, you tricky do as to well. Do. Yeah. Yeah, look, um, Bryce, there's no doubt that uh, the clubs then rate the four games in nationals as the, as the level playing field, if you like, when they see them the best against the best. And and in recent years, the Allies have joined the big four, the big four being SAWA, Vic Country, Vic Metro, then throw in the Allies at the fifth side, and you're seeing 150 of the best players play, uh, mostly four times for most of the boys, and that gives you a level playing field because it is tough to compare. And some of the boys that play senior footy, let's say in the West, uh, they might have a defensive role in midfield, a completely different thing to what a boy, a, a similar type of player might have as a, an attacking midfielder here in the under-18s in Victoria. You know, completely different uh, roles that they're playing uh, against different opponents, different bodies, uh, experience, all of that. So it's hard to get a line through that until they get into into the Nationals and at least we've had that this year. You know, a little bit of home and away where the kids have travelled a fair bit as well. Seen them in different conditions. The poor old SA boys went down to, went down to GMHBA and it just was a typical July day in July. <laughs> or it could have been in Hobart. That's yeah. how wet it was. Shocking conditions and it really uh, they really struggled that particular day. But uh, uh, that's the nature of it, uh, of nationals. You want to give them those uh, 
chances to get on the plane and be like an AFL player and go to a different environment and try and, uh, and, try and perform at your very best. So uh, that gives the clubs a, a pretty reasonable read on, on the talent pool for this year. And uh, uh, let's see how they apply their, their great judgment uh, on Monday and Tuesday nights. Yeah, they've certainly got a lot of statisticians and people in labs and computers <laughs> working all over it nowadays. Uh, it's an exciting time of the year. I'm pumped up. I know a lot of fans love this now. It's evolving like they do it in America. I love how it's going. Our clubs are excited to get a glimpse of the future. Shifter, thank you so much for blessing us with your knowledge and insight on, on all of these young guys, mate. That, that's fine. And Bryce, you should be given the tip on who'll join you as a number one. Who do you think yeah. is going to be the number one? Yeah. Are they going to... Well, I think the bid will come through for um, Ashcroft. Uh, Will Ashcroft. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and yeah. I think uh, Aaron Cabman just fits the, the Giants. Um, yeah. I mean, losing Jeremy Cameron a couple of years ago, the big key forward, he he's, looks like he's got a, a great presence and I think he just fits fits the Giants there. But I think the, the bid will come for Will Ashcroft and I think he's pretty keen to, to be the number one pick uh, in this year's yeah, draft. I, so, And I think that's fair enough too. He's a bit like a Sammy Walsh, I'd like him too. Mm. Very well prepared Ashcroft and ready to run. They're capable of getting in even round one. So exciting player, as is young Jasper Fletcher, the other boy, that uh, son of Adrian, that looks like headed to the Lions under, under that rule as well. So we'll see how that unfolds uh, come Monday night. Fair to say uh, Brisbane have been absolutely kissed this year. Uh, it's going to be so fascinating to see how it plays out. Thank you so much for joining us, Shifter. That was fascinating insight, and we'll catch you next time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you, mate. You're on Saturdays in SA. It's 8.50-ish, top of 27 today. We'll be back with you very soon.